Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to another Larry Huck Ministries podcast. We pray this teaching will fill you with God's wisdom, anointing, and revelation knowledge. Thank you for your prayers and faithful support. thank you for your presences in this place today. We thank you for the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God that shall touch every life. Let no one leave the same way they walked into this building. Let every unsaved person leave born again by the Spirit of God. Let every sick person run healed out of this building, leaping and giving you praise. Let everyone who is bound by oppression be delivered today. And we will give you all the praise and all the glory, for you are a miracle-working God. We declare the devil is defeated, and Jesus Christ is Lord of all. If you believe it, give the Lord one more shout of praise. Hallelujah. Give this worship team a great God bless you. Thank you, guys. I want you guys to stand by. I'm going to have I'm gonna have a keyboard player come back up and Charlotte, just go ahead and stay up here. Turn to the person in next to you and say, you look better than you did last time I saw you. <laughs> say, you keep looking better and better every day. Just say it by faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go through our declarations this morning. You bring those up on the screen. How many are ready to declare the word of God? Are you ready? Hold your Bible up. Say this with me. This is my Bible. It is the living word of God. It never changes. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I boldly declare I'll live how it says I should live. I'll be what it says I should be. I'll do what it says I should do. I'll have what it says I should have. I will say what it says I should say. Today I receive the miracle power of God through healing, finances, deliverance, family, forgiveness. I will stand strong for a biblical nation. I will stand and pray for every nation. I will stand and pray for the nation of Israel, for I declare that we're one nation under God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, in Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated if you can. It's great to be with you here. Welcome to DFW New Beginnings, a place where God is changing lives all over the Metroplex. I was just got back from doing some revivals. I was in Kingman, Arizona and Vista, California, where my family and I lived years ago. And the power of God was moving in Kingman. We had 27 people saved one night, just packed the altars out. Most of them young people. There was one lady that was having back problems for years. The power of God's going to hit this place. Some of you that have been dealing with issues for so long, you're going to walk out healed. How do I know that? Because he's a miracle working God. When the doctors told you it was over, God said, I'm just starting. 
power of God's in this place. I, I feel the anointing. How many feel God here? And if you don't feel him, then you need to get your feeler fixed. <laughs> Pray, prayed for this lady. Power God hit her. She had a brace on, her ba- a back brace, one of those elastic ones. She pulled the thing off without any mentioning from me. Pulled the brace off, started moving, jumping up and down, healed by the power of God. Came back the next night of revival and still healed by the power of God. So many things happening. So many young people touched. Prayed for every person in the building that wanted to be used by God to impact their generation in these last days. I'm telling you, God is moving by his spirit in America. The, the America does not belong to the globalists. It doesn't belong to the Satanists. It doesn't belong to those with a perverse spirit. This nation belongs to God, and America shall be saved. Hallelujah. Was in Vista, California last weekend. Mighty revival there. Power of God moving. People saved on the out, went out on the outreach. People saved on the outreach Saturday morning. Power of God touching lives. There was one lady with back pain for over 20 years in pain that night. Power of God touched her in a moment. See, it doesn't take long to receive from God. Healing is the children's bread. Did you hear what I said? Healing is the children's bread. That means it freely belongs to you. You don't have to beg for it. You don't have to fast for it. All you got to do is lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive what Jesus already did for me. Power of God touched her. She moving around, jumping, moving, pain gone. The power of God touched her because he's a miracle-working God. I want to know if Vicki Parvin is here. She said she was coming out. Come down here, Vicki, if you're here. I don't know if she made it out today. Did she make it? Vicki, come down here. I want to pray for you. Where you. Where's your husband at? Come on down here, Mick. Power of God's going to touch this couple. They've been believing God for breakthroughs in their lives. Can we, you mind if we just take a moment and just minister to people? We'll get to the word in a minute. Come on over here. Don't be shy. Both of you. I was thinking about you guys and listening and, and reading your email. I want you guys to stand here, face me, lift your hands, both of you. Close your eyes. Stretch your hands toward this couple. I need my ushers with me. Ushers, where are you? Are you missing an action? Come on down here, guys. Come on, let's go. We got work to do this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. I declare a breakthrough over your life, breakthroughs over your ministry, breakthroughs over your business. In the name of Jesus, whatever's been held back, I command it to be released today because God is a God of breakthroughs. Then no longer will you be hitting your head up against things, but today it breaks, and I release the touch of God to come on both of you right now. Thank you, Lord, for moving in their family. In Jesus' name, everything you put your hands to shall prosper. Everything you put your hands to shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, I speak breakthrough today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I need a couple of ushers to stay with me. I don't need everyone. I need two ushers to stay with me, please. Yvonne, your turn. God told me to pray for you. Come on up here. Fresh touch of God on you, Yvonne. How many love this woman? How many know the devil's a liar? Every attack of the enemy is silenced against your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, lift your hands and close your eyes and receive a fresh touch from God, fresh fire, fresh anointing on your life right now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Every attack I silence now in the name of Jesus, and I release a fresh touch of God on you and on your family. In Jesus' name, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. In the name of divine turnaround, I bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You pray in tongues, pray in the spirit right now. Just softly, just pray in the spirit right now. God's moving in this place. Tamara, let's do your turn. Let's pray for you. Come on up here. Hallelujah. How many of you love this woman of God? Hallelujah. Your turn. Fred, lift your hands and close your ojos. That's your eyes in Spanish. And receive a fresh touch from your father. In the name of Jesus. Fresh fire. All that you've been going through, we command a turnaround. God's bringing turnarounds in people's lives. He's bringing breakthrough in the name of Jesus because he is the God that breaks you through. Because the battle is the Lord's. The battle's not your battle. The battle is the Lord's. Receive that touch today from the top of your head now to the soles of your feet. Boom. Right through you. That's the anointing. That's the power of God flowing through you. Refreshing you, refilling you, touching your health. We release the miracle touch of God. Receive that right now. Hallelujah. It changes now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Father, we give you thanks today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord. Somebody over here that you're dealing with back issues right now, you're in pain. Come up here. The Lord's going to touch you right now. Someone over here, I want you to come. Come on up here. Just help her up. As you take every step, the power of God touches you right now. In the name of Jesus. Just take your time. That's all right. Praise God. Stretch your hands toward this sister right now. Stretch your hands toward this sister. Hallelujah. How many know he's a miracle-working God? Everybody smile. This is a good time. <laughs> don't, don't tighten up on me. Let God do what he wants to do today. The Lord wants to touch his people. He's a good God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray for you next. Man of God, you're next. Devil's a liar. You will not die but live. Look at me. Look at me right now. You will not die but live, you and your wife, and declare the works of God. You will not die but live. You will not die but live. 
With long life, he satisfies you. And he shows you his salvation. We'll pray for you in a moment. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Stretch your hands toward these. First lady that raised her hand, I release the anointing. Power of God. There it goes right through you. There's the anointing right there. Just take it. God's touching people already. Be healed. I rebuke this pain from your body. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. Don't look to me. Look to Jesus. I'm not the healer Jesus is. I'm just a dark guy from Mansfield. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Jesus makes you well. Receive that touch right now. More. Right now. Right there he goes. Right through you. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the anointing. Receive that touch. Now. Be healed by the power of God. Sister right here. Come on up here. Take my hand. When you take my hand, the power of God flows through you right now. Receive that. Just go ahead and take it. Don't worry about falling down. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not about falling. It's about receiving. <sighs> Receive that touch. That's the, that's the anointing of God. I break that off of you right now. I break it off of you. Spirit of infirmity, go in Jesus' name. Right now, thank you, Lord, for your touch. Thank you, Lord, for this family. I release the anointing. When I, when I lay my hands on you, the power of God flows through you. It's a point of contact. Release your faith. Now, there it goes, right through you. Now, receive that. There it, power of God flow through you. In the name of Jesus. Hold that for me, Pastor. That's the anointing of God right through you. I break, Lord, I release a breakthrough in this family. God's doing breakthroughs today. You are the God who breaks them through. No more frustration. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for it. We give you praise. We give you praise. Stretch your hands toward this brother right here. You will not die but live and declare the works of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says with long life, he satisfies you. That's every person that belongs to God that is born again. That's his promise. You will not die at 62. You will not die of the things your family died of. No, you will live long and you will live strong all the days of your life. And you will give God glory every single day. Hallelujah. Lift your hands, brother. Close your eyes. Lift your hands and close your eyes. Let's release life on him right now. I release resurrection life now in the name of Jesus. Now in the name of Jesus. Over my brother. Life, resurrection life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Carol and Margaret, come on up here. Your turn. They just celebrated how many years? 62 years married. Come on, are you? Isn't that awesome? Stretch your hands toward them. Faithful. This couple has been faithful. Faithful. 
And God does not forget to, Lord God, the God has not forgotten your labor of love. Lord, we thank you for a fresh touch over Margaret today. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Resurrection power I loose now. release that anointing right through you, both of you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. They got so much more gas in the tank. They will enjoy their grandchildren, great-grandchildren. They will, they will enjoy the goodness of God in the land of the living. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sister, right here, take my hand. That's the power of God on you right now. Receive that from the top. That's the anointing. Receive that. That's the power of God. Just go ahead and take that. That's the anointing of God touching you. Yes, everything you need is, is in the anointing. That's right. Receive that. Receive that. Just go ahead and take that. Just go ahead and receive that more in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just so you know, these people aren't making this up. This is not a game. God's touching his people because he loves them. You may not agree how it happens, but you need to understand that God's moving today. Because the devil's a liar. I'm sick and tired of the devil. The devil can go straight to hell for all I care. Because Jesus is Lord. Come on, somebody. Praise God. Give her another dose. Oh, give her another dose. Give her another dose. Praise God. Give her another dose. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Let's just lift our hands and just give him praise and just thank him. Just thank him. Just don't clap. Just lift your hands and thank him. Thank him that he's good. And whatever you need right now, just receive it. Say, Lord, I receive it. As you, as you communicate with him, as you talk to your daddy. To receive the touch of God on you right now, whatever you need. We're going to pray for some more people here in a moment. We're going to get into the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Brother right here, she can stand out in the aisle. I want to pray for you. Come on out here. Come on. Yes. Andale, andale. <laughs> Lift your hands. Receive the touch of God on you. In the name of Jesus. That's the power of God coming on you right now. Fresh fire, fresh anointing, fresh touch from heaven. Receive right now in the name of Jesus. The Lord's refreshing people today. It's refilling people today. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Hallelujah. It's the power of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is Abel, is Abel here and Nana here? Okay, they're watching. Oh, okay. We need to pray for Abel and Nina right now. Let's just pray right now for everyone that's watching. Pray for Abel and Nina right now. She had to go to the hospital last night. There's no distance in God's power. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them and deliver them from their destructions. Father, right now we pray. For everyone that's watching, we lift up Abel and we lift up Nina right now. I rebuke the spirit of sickness and infirmity 
I take authority over every pain, discomfort right now. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose God's people and let them go. I release the anointing of God to go and touch people in their homes, in the hospitals, wherever they're watching for, watching from, and I command you to rise and be healed. Jesus Christ makes you well in Jesus' name. The power of God touches you wherever you are. Receive the miracle touch of God today in Jesus' name. Thank you. Hallelujah. We're going to pray for some more people here in a moment. Let's get into the word today because our time is running out. How many have sensed God's glory? I'm going to pray for you too, brother. Pray for you in a moment. God just puts on my heart certain people to pray for. It just highlights people because God knows what you're going through. I want to talk to you today. I had a couple of titles that I, I, I was debating on which to use today. One of them was, try that in a small town. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All that goes to Jason Aldean for that one. That was not, that was not mine. <laughs> but I like it. And I like the video. <laughs> but today we're going to settle this title. Today is Keep the Fire Burning. Tell the person next to you and say, Keep the Fire Burning. I want you to turn with me in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, starting in verse 1. Matthew 25, starting in verse 1. I want to welcome the Stream Church that are watching, Pastor Ed and Cheryl, the Stream Church in Portland, Oregon, and all the Stream audience. Thank you for being with us here in the Metroplex, and thank you for being with us in the great nation of Texas. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let's start in verse 1. And then I want you to turn with 1 Thessalonians 5. We're going to start in verse 1 there. We're going to read through both of these, and we're going to we're going to break this down today. You ready? I only got a couple people that are ready. Said, so are you ready? <laughs> I mean, some of you, you use your phones. You should go right to it in like three seconds. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Ten, incidentally, is also the number of a minion of a prayer group in Jewish tradition, number ten. But here is representing the church, the body of Christ. Number two, now five of them were wise and five were foolish. One thing I love about God's word is God's word always tells it to you straight. Five were wise and five were foolish. I didn't say it, God said it. So could it be that only five, only half of the church is awake and half of the church is still sleeping. I don't know. Think about that for a moment as we read on. Five of them were wise, five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Oil is representative of the Holy Spirit. That's why you have churches today with rainbow flags. You have churches today that do not, that mock the moving of the Holy Spirit you have churches that have removed the Holy Spirit. And what just happened here 
they, they put that in the back room. No, we want it on display for all the world to see that God is a miracle-working God, and he can change lives right in the main service. We don't need to go anywhere else. We're not ashamed of the anointing. We're not ashamed of speaking in tongues. We're not ashamed to be called by the name of the Lord. We're not ashamed that God does miracles. We're not ashamed that God speaks to us. And we will never be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We will never be ashamed. We will never be ashamed for the church remaining open. The church shall never be closed again. These doors will remain open until the rapture of the church, I guarantee you, because in these last days, God is raising up a people that will walk in his power and display his glory to a lost and dying world. If you believe it, let your amen be the loudest. So oil is representative of the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, the power of God. That the, the, the Holy Spirit was the power of God that came on the church on the day of Pentecost. What did Jesus say? You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Power to live. Power to be a witness. Power to change the world. Power to fulfill God's will. Power to do all God's called you to do. Power to fulfill your destiny. Power to do the works of God. You shall receive power. So in the last days, you'll have churches that will shy away from the Holy Spirit because it's not good for marketing. So they made room for people who don't love the Lord. But in this church, we make room because we love God. We make room for him. See, when I got saved, I encountered the power of God at 17. I didn't get religion. I didn't get a TED Talk. And I didn't get a motivational speech. Somebody preached to me, there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. They told me that sin would destroy my life. But if I gave my life to Christ and be born again, my life can be saved and I can be changed. I encountered the power of God. I got baptized in the Holy Spirit right in the, in the main service. People should not wait to go to a camp to experience the move of God. They need to experience the move of God right Sunday, 10 a.m., front and center, and see the power of God that can change your life forever. Let's read on. So, the wise took their oil in their vessels with their lamps. Notice the foolish took their lamps, but they had no oil. They had a form of godliness, but they had no power. And that's characteristic to the last days. Timothy says it. They will have a form of godliness, but they will deny the power of God. They will look like Christians. They will talk like Christians. They will act like Christians. But there will be no resurrection power in their lives to change them or anyone else. They will deny the power. 
So they had the lamps, but they had no oil. They had no oil. They had no power. They had a sketch of godliness. And it's a lot of religion going on today. It's a lot of fakeness going on today. But there's a separation happening in the body of Christ. God is separating the real from the fake. He's separating the profane from the holy. He's separating the wheat from the chaff. He's separating the sheep from the goats. There is a separation taking place because God is raising up a holy people and he's coming back for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. So they had lamps, but they had no oil. Religion will never change your life. Religion just will burden you down with more oppression. I didn't get religion. I got a relationship. Anybody got a relationship here? Because I didn't want church. I didn't want, I wouldn't have anything to do with church. I stayed far away from church as I could be. Because I, would, I did not like religion. I did not like hypocrisy. One of the things that kept me from church was the hypocrisy of the people. Until the Holy Spirit dealt with me one day and said, you're going to stand before God and give account of your life. And you can't, believe, you can't blame it on those who didn't serve me. You're going to have to stand before me and give account of how you lived. And when God dealt with me about that, I realized I needed to get right with God. So, verse 5, while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. So you hear people that mock, well, Jesus is coming back. Well, we've been hearing that for years. There's a reason the master delays his coming. See, well, we heard that before. Yes, I know you heard it. Hear it again. Because my Bible says that God is not slack concerning his promise as men call slackness. But he desires that no one would be lost, but all men and women will come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's why the master is delaying his coming, because he's trying to get one more to come into the kingdom before the door is shut. That's why your family will be saved. Your children will serve God. Your grandchildren will serve God. They don't have a choice. They will serve the Lord because it's God's promise that you and your household shall be saved. So God's waiting on your children. He's waiting on grandchildren. He's waiting because he loves this world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's why the master's delaying is coming. So the next prophetic event on God's calendar is the what? The catching away of the church. Now, you got a lot of preachers that don't preach that anymore. Don't even believe it anymore. Like I always say, well, you can stop believing all you want to, but I'm on the first flight out. When I hear the trumpet call, I'll be, the, I'll be going up in the air to meet him. 
And the Bible says, forever we shall be with the Lord. So the Bible says they all slumbered and slept. People start falling asleep. They start getting slack or indifferent in their passion for God. You know, the statistics say that the average Christian in America only attends church twice a month. Twice. Actually said like 1.9, which I don't even know how that could be possible. They just duck in the door and duck out. I don't know. Twice in a month. When the Bible says in Hebrews to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the matter is of such, but all the more as you see the day approaching. That means that we should be meeting more at the coming of the Lord. All the more. That's why the church will never shut down. It doesn't matter what virus is out there. Because if we don't believe in the power of God, how can we tell the world that he's a miracle-working God? Church will never shut. We're not going to be. See, Jesus is not coming back for a church that's masked up and socially distanced and watching online only. See, Jesus didn't say, go into all the world and Zoom the gospel. (laughs) Nothing wrong with Zoom. I use it. (laughs) It says, go you into all the world and preach the gospel. Boots on the ground, baby. Come on. This gospel works everywhere. We should be meeting all the more. I don't care what the government says. I don't care what the CDC says. I don't care what Anthony Fauci says. He's a stinking liar anyway, and I said it. A little short Italian. <laughs> I could hear my wife telling me right now, behave. I don't care what the World Economic Forum says. These are enemies of the church. They work to shut down the church. These directives came from them, folks. Do your homework. Because this was an attack to shut down the church. But you can't shut down what God's birthed. You can't curse what God's blessed. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. Let's read on. So they slumbered and slept. At midnight a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. They prepared their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. Isn't that like some lazy Christian to say, Hey, give me some of what you got. Because they can't keep the fire burning on their own. You will never, ever 
you will never receive from God by holding on to someone else's coattails. You've got to pursue the Lord yourself. You have to hunger and thirst for righteousness. You have to stir yourself up on a daily basis. You have to speak life to yourself. You have to seek the face of God. Nobody can do it for you. It's all there for you, but you have to go for it. We can't rely on anybody else to do it. So they had extra oil, but they can't give it. You must take personal responsibility for your walk with God. Not, not a lot of that going around today. It's somebody else's fault. It's my daddy's fault. It's Oprah's fault. It's Biden's fault. It's somebody else's fault but mine. Let's read on. Verse 9, but the wise answer saying, no, least there should not be enough for us and you, but rather... Go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while, listen to this, and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. The door will shut very soon. Are you ready to meet the Lord? If you die today, do you know without a shadow of a doubt you would go straight to heaven? Because the door will shut. And when the door shuts, the world goes into seven-year tribulation like it has never seen before. You think what happened in 2020 and 2021 was bad? Wait to the tribulation. But those of us who keep our lamps trimmed and burning won't be here. Because we are eagerly waiting for the return of the Messiah. And as one rabbi said, I hear the footsteps of the Messiah. I hear the footsteps of the Messiah. They're getting closer and closer and closer. I hear him coming right now. And he's closer today than he's ever been. The church will survive without America, but America will not survive without the church. Let me say that again. The church will survive without America, but America will not survive without the church of Jesus Christ. It's the truth. Because we're not looking to man to get us out of this. We're not looking to government to get us out of this. We are looking to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who opened the Red Sea, who caused coins to come out of fish's mouths, who caused the dead to be raised. We're looking to a God who can do the impossible. bridegroom came, those who were ready with him, with him, in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. They went in with him. Verse 11. Afterward, the other virgins came. So they showed up later to the party. Lord, Lord, open to us. And this is a very interesting scripture. It hit me yesterday, the other day. 
He answered and said, as surely I say to you, I do not know you. Some translation says, I never knew you. I don't even know you. Because you had religion, you didn't have relationship. You looked like a Christian. You said all the right words, but there was no passion. There was no hunger. There was no devotion. It was all a show. You ever heard the saying, all show and no go? There it is right there. Look over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's look there real quickly. First Thessalonians chapter 5, starting in verse 1. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. That's how quickly he's coming. A thief in the night. How, how quickly does a thief in the night come? Fast. Some of you before Christ were probably those thieves. Wow. Got quiet on that one. Let me see. Let me move on this side over here. <laughs> That's how quickly he's coming. Like a thief in the night. It goes on to say, when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction come up, comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Somebody say amen. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Let us watch and be sober. Watch is a military word. Paying strictest attention to him coming, waiting for his return. And then it says sober. Not getting drunk. Come on, are you with me? God wants you to be in your right mind. Alcohol does not put you in your right mind. Getting quiet. He wants you to be clear. Because if you're drunk, you don't even know what's going on. When I was unsaved and I got drunk, I was in fights, ready to stab people, ready to do things. And then I, I come to later and find out, hey, this is what happened to you. I didn't even know what happened. He says, be watchful and be sober. Because God does not want you to miss this moment. He didn't bring you this far to leave you. He did not bring you this far for everything to collapse on your head. He wants you to be ready at the coming of his name. He wants you ready and watchful. But let us who are 
of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another, just as you also are doing. Look over in verse 23, same chapter. Now may the God of peace sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. May every one of you be found blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. May every one of you be found blameless at his coming. And then what does it say? He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. He's faithful to keep you to the very end. He's faithful to keep you all the way to heaven. And the Bible says, he who endures to the end shall be saved. Can't give up midstream and think you're going to make it. Whoever endures to the end shall be saved. Because we're not quitters. We're not quitters. I know what God saved me out of, and I'm not going back. Why would we go back into darkness? That's why I don't understand some people that backslide and walk away from God. Do, have you forgotten what God brought you out of? If it wasn't for the grace of God, I would either be dead in prison or strung out on drugs right now. It's the truth. I would not be here in a suit preaching the gospel that I'm paying easy payments on every week. I'm going to get this thing paid for, brother. <laughs> He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful to keep you until that perfect day. quickly and then we'll get ready to end seven steps to living victoriously in the last days number one be all in for God not one foot in the world and one foot in God be all in for God be sold out for God every single day of your life. All in. Number two, never live one moment in fear. Never live in fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Somebody shout sound mind. Don't live in fear. There is nothing for you to be afraid of. Because if God be for you, there is nothing that can stand against you. 
nothing. We're not afraid of sickness. We're not afraid of anything. Because we're in him. And greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Don't live in fear. Rebuke that spirit of fear. Number three, never forsake the assembling of yourselves together. We talked about that, Hebrews 10, 25. Never forsake coming to church. Don't make God a sight or afterthought. It goes right in with being sold out. Number four, look to heaven. Don't look to CNN or Fox News. Look to heaven. Look to God. The Bible says, look up. When you see these things happening, look up for your redemption is drawing close. And we're getting closer and closer. Look up and know that he's about to meet with you in the air. That one day, all of this is about to wrap up. And you'll be with the Lord forever and ever. And it will be worth it all for what God has brought you through. It'll be worth it all, won't it? Look to heaven. I long to hear my father say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I long to hear him say, when we go to heaven, well done. You did good. You stood. You didn't give in to the enemy. You did my will. You remained faithful. You did not compromise. You stood. You stood for me. Number five, look to the harvest. And know this, that God placed you here to impact this generation. See, the Lord is raising up a generation of men and women that will be used by him in a very powerful way, that will realize that salvation is not just for me, but it's for me to give it away. Tell somebody about the goodness of God. Tell somebody about the love of God. Tell somebody that God can turn their situation around. Tell them that God's not dead, but he's still alive, and he's on the throne, and he's still changing lives. Tell somebody about the goodness of God, and tell them what he's done for you. Tell them. Look to the harvest. Because the only thing you're going to be able to take to heaven besides yourself is people. Number six, stay full of the Holy Ghost. Stay full. The Bible says in Ephesians 5.18, be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. And if you, if you study that out, what it means is a continual refilling. Just like with the, the ten wise virgins, they kept their lamps trimmed and burning. you got to stay full of the Holy Ghost. Every day I ask the Holy Spirit, fill me today. Refill me with your fire. Refill me with boldness. Refill me with passion. Refill me with the fervency. Refill me with fresh fire from heaven 
that I may be overflowing so that everywhere I go, I can spill out and release this fire on everyone around me. Stay full of the Holy Ghost and fire. You know one of the ways you stay full? Pray in tongues every day. That's how you stay full. That's one of the ways you stay full. Spend time praying in tongues, praying in the Spirit, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. It builds you up. It keeps you full. And number seven, know that your reward in heaven is great. 2 Timothy 4. Let's look there real quickly. 2 Timothy 4, verse 6. Let's start in verse 5. Be, but you be watchful in all things. There it is, that word again, watchful. Endure afflictions, do the work of evangelists, fulfill your ministry. Verse 6. This is Paul talking. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. He was getting to the end of his life. But none of us here that know the Lord are afraid of death. I used to be afraid of death when I, before I got saved because I was unsure about the unknown. Now I know where I'm going. I'm not afraid. Hallelujah. You and I can lay our heads on our pillows at night in peace knowing that whatever happened to us, we're right with him and we're going straight to be with him forever. Verse 7, I have fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I've kept the faith. Let it be known of everyone that's here and watching that we have fought a good fight. We have finished the race and we have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but to also to all who have loved his appearing. Your reward shall be great in heaven. Your reward shall be great in heaven. It will be worth it all. Standing for God. Being bold for God when it was not popular. Doing what God called you to do. Even people that separated from you because they thought you were strange and weird. But it does not matter. There's a crown of righteousness waiting for every man and woman of God that will stand for him, that will fight the good fight, that will live strong and bold for God all the days of their life. There is a reward in heaven waiting for you like you have never known before. It shall be a reward ceremony for God's people when you step from this world into the next world. Crown of righteousness. waiting for every one of you. Let's all stand today across the building. This is not the time of the Antichrist. This is the time of the rise of the church of Jesus Christ. The Antichrist can't have his way. He'll show up after we're gone. 
but he can't do anything right now. Because the church is the one that's restraining the antichrist spirit in the world today. That's you and I. Because what? We are the light of the world. We are pushing back darkness. We are pushing back darkness. When you raise up godly children and you don't allow the confusion of the world to make them think they're a different gender, you're pushing back darkness. When you raise them up in the way they should go, you're pushing back darkness. When you love your husband and you love your wife and you dwell together according to knowledge, you are pushing back darkness. When you preach the gospel and you tell people about the love of God, you're pushing back darkness. When you lay hands on the sick, you're pushing back darkness. When you stand for God, you are pushing back darkness. Hallelujah. Keep the fire burning, church. The fire in us will never go out. The fire in us. You must make a commitment. The fire in me will never go out. I will never let this world distinguish, extinguish my flame. I will not let darkness extinguish my flame. The fire will never go out. Will never go out. I don't care how unpopular it may be to be a Christian. The fire will never go out. And I hear the footsteps of the Messiah. He's getting closer. He's getting closer. He's getting closer. You know, I personally think that when, because he's just going to meet us in the air, and then we're going to meet him. I think he's going to be hovering over the Metroplex. <laughs> Keep the fire burning. Keep it burning. Every head bowed, every eye closed for a moment. Father, we thank you that you are a miracle-working God today. Thank you for touching lives. Thank you for people leaving this place right with you today. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you come to the right place because God loves you very much. God so loved the world that he gave his son. Whoever believes in him will never perish but have everlasting life. If you die today, do you know without a shadow of a doubt you would make it to heaven? If you cannot answer that question, I want to pray with you to receive Jesus Christ that you may be born again. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And I want you to receive Christ today and, and receive the goodness of God that we're talking about. As we sing this song and as we have sang this song today, we have experienced his goodness. And we want you to experience his goodness today through Jesus Christ, his son, who died for you, who gave his life for you, that you might be saved. And if you've never given your life to him and you want to give your life to Christ, maybe you're a backslider and away from God and you want to come back to Jesus. You're a thousand miles away, but God's dealing with you to come back home and that's you. I want you to slip up your hand right now. If you want to give your life to Jesus, slip up your hand. There are people in this building. Just slip it up. I see that hand. I see that hand. God bless you. Just slip it up and put it back down. We want to pray for you and with you to receive Christ. Don't leave this place without giving your life to Jesus. Don't leave this place. You are not promised tomorrow. 
Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to receive Christ. And if that's you today, you want to give your life to him, and you have not raised up, raise your hand. Just slip it up and put it back down all across the building. All across the building. Just slip it up. You're a backslider. Want to come back to Christ. Just slip it up and put it back down. Amen. Those of you who raised your hand, there were some that did. I want you to do something for me. I want you to be bold and come out of your seat and stand with me at the front. I want to pray with you to receive Christ. I want to embarrass you. I want to give you the mic and make you talk. I just want to pray. We want to pray with you to receive Jesus. And if you raise your hand, come down and receive Christ. Come down to this altar and let us pray with you. Those who raise your hands, come on down. People coming, let's give them a God bless you. Come on, folks. Come on down. Others that raise your hands, come on down. There's others here. You raise your hand. Come on down. Come and receive God's love. Come and receive God's love. Come on, let's give them a God the big God bless you, folks. People coming to Christ. There's others, you raise your hand. There's, if you know someone next to you that's never given their life to Jesus, tell them I'll walk down with you. Be bold. Say, let's go down. Let's go together right now. I'll, I'll stand with you. There's a couple more that you're holding out. Today is your day. Today is your day. God bless you, sir. Today is your day. Receive Christ. Today is your day. Come down here and receive the love of God. Amen. Praise God. Let's pray this prayer. Those of you that are standing here, look at me for a moment. I want you to pray this prayer from your heart. And I want you to know that you're praying to a God who hears you and a God that will respond for you right now. He loves you with an everlasting love. And I want you to make this prayer your own. And as you pray today, know that God will touch you that he will wash all of your sins away. More coming. Praise God. He will wash your sins away, and you will be right with God today and on your way to heaven, and all of your past wiped clean by his blood. Because what he did for me, he was going to do for you. Stretch your hands toward everyone, these that are standing here, and pray this prayer with me. Repeat this prayer with me to God. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for my sin. I believe, Jesus, you're the Son of God. And I believe you gave your life for me, that I might be saved. I ask you to forgive me of all my sin. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I give my life to you. Satan, get out of my life. Get out of my mind. Get out of my body. Get out of my home. I close the door on you right now in Jesus' name. Today I receive Jesus. I receive forgiveness of sin. I receive salvation. I receive heaven as my home. Jesus, you died for me starting today with your grace, with your help, with your love. I will live for you 
all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you that I'm right with you. Amen. Give God thanks for every one of them. Stay right here. I'm going to pray for you. Stay right here. I'm going to pray for you. Stretch your hands toward I'm going to pray that every one of you make it all the way to heaven. Because when you come over my house, I'm going to have green chili enchiladas. Hallelujah. Maybe not carnitas because there's not going to be any pork in heaven, but anyway. But them carnitas are good. Anyway, I want to see you make it. I want to see you make it. I'm serious. And God's going to strengthen you. He will be with you. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you. He will be with you all the days of your life. And I want to pray that you are sealed unto that day. Let's pray right now. Father, I thank you for these lives. And I bless them right now. That you would touch them. Seal them unto the day of redemption. Keep them by your power. Strengthen them in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that today they have gone from death to life. That things change for them for the better. Things turn around for them. And their best is yet to come because you're a good God. And I thank you for restoration in their lives in Jesus' name and a brand new beginning that comes today. Seal them right now by your spirit and fill them with your power in Jesus' name.